You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to 32 Fans in 32 Days. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? It's rolling great. I just finished our uh, fantasy draft, our 16-team Survivor-themed Eliminator style fantasy draft um you want to take a quick look at my picks and make fun of them sure i mean i don't know when this is being posted and you know when we show up on the wheel and so when uh you know when in relation to when my draft is yeah your draft was sunday is the first of the five divisions and then my division is the last on saturday right i'm looking at uncle keeve you had the number two pick you took saquon barkley number two overall Mm-hmm. I don't love that. I think that in, well, let me see who else you got. All right, you got Matt Ryan in the second round. Okay, so you definitely, you know, in this league, you need two quarterbacks. You got to take them pretty quickly. Wait, so can I talk? So I, it's one of the tricky things in this league, especially if you're picking at the beginning or end of a round is, you know, you're talking 28 picks between your, between selections. So yeah. with quarterbacks, like I fear to run. And then if you look at it, no run came. So I could have gotten... You might be dealing with people who aren't used to two quarterback leagues. I think a lot of these people had played in it. Uh, a it bunch of them. It's, with all due respect to Scott and Sam, it's insane that Joe Mixon and Miles Sanders are taken before you know uh, any quarterback after the first two. Frankly, it's mm-hmm. insane that Lamar Jackson went behind uh, you know Derrick Henry, for example. I think people are used to remember you're drafting off a list that is not right. two you quarterbacks. Got to make your own list. I think that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think Mahomes and Lamar Jackson have to go in the top three. It's them and McCaffrey are the top three picks. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so you got Saquon. Then you got Matt Ryan, Mike Evans. All right, that's solid. Cortland Sutton, I like him a lot. Roethlisberger mm-hmm. got on the fifth round. That's a very, So that's good. So you have two solid quarterbacks. My first five rounds are pretty good. I just don't think I got a lot of value after that. But let's see. What Evan Ingram, you took a little bit early. Marlon Mack, you know, it's hard to tell, you know, because they, they, they added another round. I, I took Marlon Mack. I think Taylor's really been struggling, especially in the passing game. He is not – the the job was his, but I feel like Mack might be better, like as an overall, you know, player, yeah. blocker, pass catcher. So. Between him and Peterson, you have a guy at least the first few weeks who you can start, and hopefully you can figure something yeah, out. Yeah, that's what I thought. I think I had Peterson last year also in that similar role. Yeah. Like eventually maybe somebody takes the gig. I mean, yeah. they don't really have anybody. Like Love, I don't even think, is making the team. Like they don't have – yeah, a ton of competition for for AD. Justin Jefferson, Michael Pittman, and Tyra Williams are the only receivers on your team after Evans. Oh, no, yeah, so Sutton. I need you have Sutton as well. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. No, but I need one of those three guys you mentioned to start. Williams is injured, so I'm going to need to yeah. start a rookie week one. Yeah, 
So it's not incredibly uh, strong receiver-wise. I think what yeah. I should have done is taken, not taken Ryan, risked uh, the, the QB run and gotten a better receiver there. And I still could have gotten, you know, Daniel Jones. Mason Rudolph is absolutely necessary. I would, I would probably take the backup to Atlanta also. I, it's, it's Matt Schaub. So even if people are listening to this, like, don't yeah. pick up Matt Schaub off the way. I don't think anybody's going to take him. Yeah, and Matt, but Matt, no, very few Matt people really backed up their very few people backed up their thing. But that's if I remember from the drafts last year, that that's what happens because you honestly, pick, you should though because like, what are the likelihood that you're going to play your your 14th round wide receiver versus if your starting quarterback goes down and you don't get the backup, you're dead. Yeah, so you're, you're eliminated. Spend, you're going to spend all your fab on him and you, immediately, basically. I I agree, but I'm just saying they didn't draft them. Like a lot of people would pick them up. Also, if you remember last year, we only drafted 13 players for 14 man roster, and then we had a fab for the 14th guy. Oh, so to really shorten remember. the draft. Oh, okay, but I heard the draft was only an hour and a half, so that's not too bad. But 16 people, that's not bad mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, yeah, it, it's only 60 seconds goes really fast. I actually uh, was we zoomed together, although uh, to be honest, uh, it's you know, everyone's sort of focusing on their own picks, not the most exciting thing in the world. Yeah, but um, I was in the zoom, and Yahoo's like, You're not on the internet. I'm like, I'm talking to everyone in the zoom, they're like, Why aren't you picking? Yahoo's like, No, 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 you're, you're out. And I refreshed, and because it's only 60 seconds. I didn't make my pick. Luckily, the guy I had at the top of my queue uh, was Roethlisberger, who I was going to pick anyway. Oh, okay. But that could have been disastrous. Yeah, that could have been very uh, bad. If I didn't have a queue, then they gave me some like. So, yeah, worthwhile to set up a queue, when, especially when you're at number two. You know, when you're near the front of the back of the draft, you got the wraparound. And right? also, I'm the commish. Like, in theory, if because we were on Zoom, on ESPN, uh, you could you could pause it. and Or or if I wasn't, the like, if someone else was the commission, they could pause it on Yahoo. Yes, you could pause indefinitely, which is nice. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's good. But um, if it was anybody but me, we could have saved the day. All right. Well, speaking of your starting quarterback, Matt Ryan, can mm-hmm. we talk about the Atlanta Falcons today? Please, yes. Okay. So The uh, true king of the Mets, Matt, uh, Matty Ice, Matt Schaub. He's not the king of my Mets. That's Matt Stewart now and forever. Um, okay. Yeah, so the Falcons come in with an over-under of 7.5. A little bit forgotten in that division because New Orleans, obviously, you know, with the most wins in the NFC over the last few years, and obviously Tom Brady stealing all the thunder in Tampa. And so the Falcons have been kind of forgotten about. Well, what's your feeling on the Falcons coming into the season? We have them ranked number 18 overall. Uh, you have them 18. The listeners have them 18. I have them 16. So we all think of them as, you know, about an average team. Uh, yeah, this is – I think the Falcons are the definition of an average team. It's hard to say just because they have such a good quarterback – but I do think this is like uh, this is the average team in the NFL. Yeah, they basically went with a stars and scrubs approach for a few years, which means that they really don't have depth and they can really struggle from that. They also they have the hardest schedule in the NFL this year, so that's not good. Um, they're very few games. Yeah, their offensive line and secondary have really basically eroded since the Super Bowl season. And, you know, you're talking about how Matt Ryan is very good. He's 35. Now, we take for granted because of Brady and Breeze, like, you know, that, that a quarterback can continue to star until 40. But that's no sure, mm-hmm. no, sure, no sure thing. And it is relevant to note that Matt Ryan had his lowest overall grade in a decade last year. Uh, he also faced more pressure than he had in years. Uh, and he's not, you know, he's not very mobile. And if he can't get better pass protection, I'd be a little worried, uh, you know, as his career enters his late 30s. Um, yeah, absolutely. I I think the line has become a big issue here out of nowhere. They didn't, I mean, what they, they didn't fully fix it, certainly in the offseason. Honestly, they didn't do much of anything. They didn't have that much come out and that much come in, if you really think about it. Yeah. They flipped 
what do they do? So they fl- they flip tight ends, right? I think they trade for Hayden Hurst, then they lose uh, Austin Hooper. Yeah, well, I don't think they wanted to lose Hooper, but yeah, but they replaced him pretty. Yeah, but I'm saying they replaced yeah. him. They mm-hmm. replaced Vic Be- Beasley with Dante Fowler Jr. I think Dante Fowler Jr. Devonta Freeman with Todd Gurley, which has fan implications, but you know, I don't think it has. No, I think listen, that. they got Gurley on a one year cheap deal. I actually think the Gurley deal is great. You know, if you yeah, he's fine. Him. Yeah. I mean, for Todd Gurley, who was like the MVP of the NFL like two years three ago, years ago <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. you're getting five and a half million dollars. No yeah. commitment. That's good. Uh, but Dante Fowler I, I, Fowler, I do think was the booby prize. I think his his like actual pass rushing stats are not so good. Yeah. Um, and, they traded uh, for they Charles gave... Harris. They drafted Marlon Davidson. So the, a lot a lot of change on the defensive line. Uh, yeah. AJ Terrell is the new Their corner that replaces yeah, Trufant, who's in Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's not. I don't know. There's not a ton of optimism to me where I would say like, okay, this team is for sure. Uh, how about this? Could the Atlanta Falcons win the Super Bowl? I can see it happening. Sure. I mean, crazier things have happened, but I'm, I want to answer that with no. Well, okay. So you're going to say no. So we've been asking, will your team win the Super Bowl? Let's switch it to could. So yeah, let's, let, let, let's, and you know, we're doing this because we only have, uh, you know, I don't know exactly the order this is getting released, but we haven't, we, we only have about five left to record. And, you know, mm-hmm. so let's go 32 to one in our cumulative rankings and just answer yes or no. Do we envision okay, any yeah. scenario in which a team That's wins good. the Super Bowl? Washington, mm-hmm. no. No. Jacksonville, no. You could rip through these. Right. Carolina, no. Cincy, no. Your Jets, no. Miami, no. The Giants, no. Las Vegas? No, no, no. No. Chicago. I mean, there's a better chance, like, Tua becomes the best quarterback in the NFL and Miami or Barrow becomes the best QB in the NFL and Cincy. Like, yeah. not, that's not happening. Could the, but Could the Bears or the Lions win the Super Bowl? Either one. No. No? No. Okay. Uh, Bron- no, but we're doing a little bit of spoiler alert about the rest of our ranking, so, but um, maybe I should switch the order up. All right, so I'm going to give a group of teams here. Atlanta, Cleveland, Houston, the Chargers, and the Broncos. Could any of those teams win the Super Bowl? Did Cleveland, Houston, the Chargers? Absolutely not. Chargers lost Derwin James uh, today as we speak, possibly for a while, although not not for the full season. I think I think it's possible that Houston could, right? I mean, they were winning by a ton over the eventual Super Bowl champions in the second round of the playoffs last year. I mean, they lost their second or third best player. Yeah. And I think I think the Falcons could also. I think it's possible if everybody stayed healthy and played perfectly. So I think those two teams could. Uh, I heard your podcast, your season 40 of Survivor Preview, where you said the Browns would win the Super Bowl last year. But you don't think they can win the Super Bowl this year. Not even possible. No, I don't think it's possible. All right, Arizona, Buffalo, Green Bay, the Rams, and the Titans. Could any of those teams win the Super Bowl? Um, what was the team? Arizona, who, the Rams, and the Titans? Arizona, Buffalo, Green Bay. Okay, uh, Buffalo, no. The Titans, no. So they went to the AFC title game last year. They cannot win the Super Bowl. It's not a possibility. I mean, the Jaguars did it. Or would you say the Jaguars could have won the yeah. Super like, no, Bowl? I'll, I'll say the Packers could, right? I mean, you know. They they were not a twelve and fourteen last year, but you know the bottom line is that they keep producing these good records, and with Rodgers, anything's possible. Yeah, the so, Packers could. I don't think they yeah. will, but the Packers could. The Packers could, are the best could, team. Could the Rams? Before. Just you know, a, two, no. a year and a half after being in the Mm-mm. Super Bowl. No, no. All right, uh, Dallas and Philly. They could both win the Super Bowl, right? Uh, Dallas for sure could win the Super Bowl. Um, Philly. It's getting a little late, early. Like they don't have a lot of tricks left on that offense. They could. Line. They definitely lucky. could. Uh, let's go to the. I don't uh, know. Minnesota, I don't. I, Philly is a little overrated. Minnesota and Tampa could they win the Super Bowl? Minnesota, yes. They won't, we'll, but we'll they could. Um, and then Tampa, I guess. I mean, if Brady is like fine, if Brady's as good as he was last year, sure. All right, and then Seattle, San Francisco, New Orleans. I think we say yes to all of them. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Indy, New England, Pittsburgh. We say yes to all of them or no to the Super Bowl. 
Yeah. I don't think Indy's winning the Super Bowl. I, do, I think they have like a, a very high floor. So the only teams in the AFC who can win the Super Bowl are Baltimore and Kansas City? No, there's no one else who has any, any possibility. There's no world in which anyone other than those two teams wins the Super Bowl. That's what you're saying. No, I think Pittsburgh could win the Super Bowl. I didn't no, say Pittsburgh. Anything. So Pittsburgh the is the third team. Oh, yeah, you have a number six. You love Pittsburgh. All right, hold on. I'll say the Patriots even. Okay. I'll say the Patriots. So four teams could win the Super Bowl in the AFC, but Indy's not one of them. Houston. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I, I would broaden it out a little bit. I would say in the AFC, KC, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, New England, Indy. Houston. Houston, Buffalo. yeah, that's six. Cleveland, Buffalo, Tennessee, seven, eight, nine. I mean, if you're saying Denver, like you're saying that Drew Locke is yeah. – like you may know. as well bet. Listen, this is not our our season preview. This is our Falcons preview. So let's let's come back to the Falcons. Let let, let me ask you a question. Is Matt Ryan a Hall of Famer if he retires today? Uh, Yeah, I think Matt Ryan will make the Hall of Fame. No, right now, if he never plays another snap. Yes, yes, I think he makes it. Yeah. Uh, To me, he's a definite yes. All but one of the eligible quarterbacks in my top 30 are in the Hall of Fame, and I've met Ryan 25. So to me, he's a Hall of Famer. um, But yeah, he, he doesn't really seem to get that much credit. As we talked about, uh, let's go back to the offense. We talked about, you know, Todd Gurley in for Devonta Friedman. Um, both Freeman and Gurley are guys. I think they look great when they have good run blocking and not so great when they don't. So my big question is for fantasy, and maybe I should ask you, you just had a draft. Behind Gurley, do you draft Brian Hill or Edo Smith? I don't I, – I, I mean, you have to be in a very deep league, I think, to draft either of those well, guys. Well, we're in a deep league. Oh, so you're saying at the end of, the, of, of this league? But if you I own Gurley in that league, I think you need to draft his backup. I don't – I honestly – I don't think either of them would be fantasy relevant if Gurley is, like, out for the year. I think they'd throw like 52 times a game if Gurley's out. Yeah, I'm looking. Uh, can you name all seven Atlanta Falcons who went in your draft today? Ryan, Gurley, Jones, and Ridley. Yep. Tight end. Hurst, yeah. Hayden Hurst. Um, that's five. Uh, I know I didn't pick the backup quarterback because I have him. I mean, I don't. Ha- I have the starter, but not the backup and shot. Yeah. Um, so then... Is there a third receiver on Atlanta? You think both did both running backs get taken? So Edo Smith got taken. Okay. And Devonta Freeman got taken. Who's it's listed on Atlanta, but he's a free agent. He's not even in the league right now. Yeah, I, that, yeah, that's crazy. He was so high on Yahoo for some weird reason. So that was an auto oh, I didn't. Basically. I thought it, I thought Devonta Freeman must have gotten signed because he's listed on Atlanta on Yahoo. Yeah. Is it possible they signed him like? Today? I just Googled it. No, I just Googled it. He's a free agent right now. That's very weird. Yeah, I was that's not the usually last wrong. Team. Well, no, it's just that's the last team he's been on. So that's what Yahoo lists him as. He should be an FA. Yeah. Um, all right. So at receiver, we talked about Julio and Calvin Ridley are as good as any pair in the NFL. The wide receiver yeah. three, you know, you know why he wasn't drafted? Because it's Laquan Treadwell. Let me tell you what it yeah. means when Laquan Treadwell is your wide receiver three. You wouldn't you don't pick have, him in a Treadwell only league. Yeah, you don't have a wide receiver three. Um, so, you know, given the lack of a wide receiver three, and the lack of really a dynamic receiver out of the backfield, unless Gurley sort of is a massive re- rehab. Project. And they have not; they have really have nothing uh, like behind him. They have Olamide. Like yeah. they don't they don't really have a lot of. Legit well, this is why Austin Hooper put up big numbers last year, and why I think there's a lot of pressure on Hayden Hurst to repeat this year, which is why I guess he's going relatively high in fantasy. Yeah, now I'm th- we're talking ourselves into Hayden Hurst being mm. being fantasy relevant. You know, Russell Gage, we've seen him; he's nothing. They didn't. I mean. It's weird to say this because, like, yes, they spent a you know a, a one on Ridley just two years ago, but I do think this is a team that needed to draft a receiver. Yeah, to me, the tough thing about this team is I think for both the pass game and the running game, a lot is really going to depend on the offensive line, which struggled last year. Jake Matthews at left tackle and Alex Mack are, are two, like, Pro Bowl caliber players. Mm-hmm. But after those two, who else do they have? 
it gets ugly very quickly on this, which, which is really the lesson for this whole team. It's just it's a team that lacks depth everywhere. Uh, who was talking about Stars and Scrubs um, recently for, for a football team? Oh, uh, well, Rob and I, I, I were talking about it on, on Renap. Okay. Uh, like the, the Adam Sandler, Jennifer Aniston movie was the Stars and Scrubs movie. Where like the third most it's insane. Yeah, the third most famous person was like literally somebody nobody's ever heard of. Um, but this is a team like this is a team that has nine first round picks from the Falcons. Like this is a Stars and Scrubs team. Yeah, but that's like, how they, they say, you know and you're going back to Julio obviously and Matt Ryan from ten zillion yeah. years. By the way, we like, did forget Russell Gage. He might be the third receiver. I, I mentioned him. I mentioned. Oh, okay. Neither of us are yeah. listening to each other. Apparently. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I listen. They drafted a backup center, right? Matt Hennessy, and he's not going to play over Secret Life of Alex Mack. Yeah. Uh, Marlon Davidson, who's essentially Grady Jarrett, uh, is backup. The, uh, yeah, they don't have AJ Terrell is is taking the place of Desmond Trufant. He's the only rookie starter they have. Right, uh, we're going to the defense. Okay, you just, yeah, just quickly, I'm, and then we're done yeah. with four. And then we we rip through the whole team in like six minutes, and we got to kill twenty seven minutes. I got we got stuff to kill. Yeah, we do. The All secondary right. is always bad, and some and like Keanu. So Keanu Neal, who's been injured a lot, uh, he's there. Well, here's the thing: like, who yeah. if if AJ Terrell is not like immediately a star. Who is their cornerback yeah. one? He's still is their cornerback. Is that Isaiah Allah? Like, he's I mean, fine. He's like a, just another guy. Yeah, they're, they're in a lot of trouble, and you know, so is my team. But um, they, they really need their rookie to step up immediately in the secondary. I think they're in trouble. I mean, listen, it, especially in this division where you're going to have Brady, Breeze, and eh, Teddy B. Mm. Um, I, but, but you look at their whole schedule. They, they have brutal matchups, QB yeah. matchups, and they're going to be split apart. Every every single position every single position group on this team is like one star and nothing else. Like at the linebackers, Deion Jones is a star, and after mm-hmm. that, everybody's a question mark. On I would agree. Def- on the defensive line, Grady Jarrett, he's very underrated. You know, so I, I don't know if he has a star reputation, but he, he you know he's a consistently excellent player. Mm-hmm. But after that, everything's a question mark. I mean, they gave Dante yeah. Fowler the big contract, you know, but as we said, you know, we don't have a lot of faith in him, and so it just. No. At every single position group, they got right. Gurley, and then everyone else, like his backups, basically shouldn't be in the NFL. Yeah, if you were doing your your ten, what do you call it last year? I think and Matt Ryan's thought- backup is maybe the worst backup. Like Matt Schaub at, at, in twenty twenty is is one of the five worst backups in the league, in my opinion. We just have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe he's amazing. Who knows? Maybe he's gotten better not playing. Yeah, I mean, Matt Schaub has. Last Listen, if Ryan doesn't play, it doesn't matter. Like this, this, this team is as reliant on. Last year on. he played one game, and it was against the Vikings, wasn't it? I thought, and he played very well actually. But um, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to see the last time he started more than two games in a year. You have to go back to 2013 for Houston, and that was the year he lost the job. Yeah. So then he's had five consecutive years as a backup at Oakland, Baltimore, and then Atlanta, but barely playing. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if he's the worst in the league, but he's definitely not good. So if we were doing your, 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 what do you call it last year again? Your ten tens. Core, the core. Yeah, your core. If you did your core, I think the Falcons' core, their top 10 players, is a top 10 core. Yeah, but then you get to like 15 to 25, and there's – And, there are, and there are, the Yeah, there's the worst team in the NFL. That's really the issue here. So, and, and with COVID and everything else, it's not a good year to not have depth. Can we Right, so I don't think games? it's a Stars and Scrubs year at all. Um, I will say, I was thinking about this today, like there have definitely been injuries. I don't think – I think there's definitely been years with more injuries than this. Again, we don't have a preseason, so I, I think yeah. we're going to have – you know, as of now, we're going into the season where there's not a single relevant quarterback that's even. There's like going to be fewer injuries up. before week one, but then there's going to be more injuries in September. Yeah, I'd say week one and week two will be like absolute bloodbaths, probably, yeah. and Here's- not and not just like ACLs. Hopefully, like that will be you know normal, but um, but uh, you know, like soft tissue type injuries for guys who aren't ready. You know, ham- hammies will be pulled every play, basically. Yeah, we're these guys have- haven't been hit. We're having a whole debate in my uh, fantasy league, my longtime fantasy league, AYFFL, yeah. right now. 
Mm-hmm. What, is, what is your opinion in terms of how is COVID going to strike teams? Or is it going to be individual players gone? Or is it going to be like baseball where entire teams are out for a week or two? Well, it's very strange because like you say, you know, God forbid Matt Ryan gets it. And then like, well, Matt Schaub, there's a good chance he's going to get it too. Like he's probably the person he spends the most time around of anyone in the world, like outside his family maybe. But everybody, I mean, he's got his hands up the center's ass all the time and he's touching yeah, no, the ball every sure play. True. Like sure every true. single guy on this team is. So I believe it, two NFC South teams today had uh, COVID cases, which have been very rare. I think there was only two in the NFL still active cases. I think a Saints and a Panthers case today. Um, so then it's like, it's from what we know, it's like very unlikely it's going to be like just that one guy in the Saints. Like, you know, if you look at what's happened in baseball, like once it gets past one person, it spreads to half the team almost. If You know, I mean, baseball's it's been getting to 12, 15 guys, but that's on a much – that's literally less than half the team when you consider the practice squad is – Yeah. I mean, and not even the practice squad. You know, there's 80 guys in the building right now. Yeah. So I, I, I think there will be – I asked this in the group chat, like 250 – there's 256 regular season games. If you had to take the over-under on 255 and a half games played – what would you I, think? I would take the under for sure. Yeah, I think you have to. Yeah, I think Brett uh, was saying the over, though, right? Well, they also didn't put in a week to play with, really. I'm not saying that they can't. No, they've already they can push the, the Super Bowl back two weeks. They, I know, but they didn't that. really put in a week where it's like, I don't know. Are they going to be like, listen, baseball's not going to get every team to 60 games, obviously, at this point. Oh, I no think we could all agree. Yeah. So, and, and listen, there's going to be one thing that we haven't By even way, I, I'm over my team. Uh, I let, let the baseball season close. We just lost 3 0 to Detroit. The season's over. Oh, you're over your team. Did yeah. your team uh, blow a 7 2 lead to their hated rival today? I heard about that, yeah. So, in the ninth inning, it's seventh inning. Forget about yeah. the ninth. Mm-hmm. Um, with with uh, with the pitcher they traded like an all world prospect for well, the, the the twins lost out twenty three guys lost for nine garbage innings, tigers also- because their second baseman Jonathan Scope hit the game winning home run to win three two who we cut and uh, let them sign in the offseason. so have you seen Edwin Diaz's statistics yeah he uh, he's three true outcomes Akiva, let me tell what the three true outcomes are in case you've never heard of baseball in the last fifteen years oh did I do that in the you did that to me and- on another podcast oh you said oh yeah. Alex let me tell you what the three true outcomes are. No, no, that's not exactly how it went. Uh, yeah. Edwin Diaz, uh, no joke. I think the last time I looked, was striking out over twenty-one guys per night. That's very good. Yes, it's very yeah. good. What what's um, his home run rate? What's his fly ball rate? Because they're not so. Good. He ha- in twelve in in twelve innings pitched, he has twenty-eight strikeouts. So he only yeah. has eight outs that are not strikeouts. Mm. Like like that is so far beyond you know, beyond anybody else in baseball history. Yeah. Fair, if you only give up home runs, you can't really get a lot of double plays because you don't have any base runners. He's, now he's only given up one. I don't know if this counts today, and if that was the the uh, second home run he's given up. Last year he gave up fifteen homers uh, and, and only forty three other hits. How many how many innings did he pitch? Uh, 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 fifty eight. Fifteen home runs in fifty eight innings. Wow. I mean, he was very bad. He yeah, he had a. Good. He, he, even Burp by eleven is uh, like yeah that's hard. Well, to some of the advanced metrics really liked him because you don't know even what to do with him. Like his deserved run average on Baseball Reference was in the twos, even though his ERA was like five and a half. Yeah, and his FIP was like four and a half because it's such a strain. There's no yeah. It's like, also a small it sample size when numbers. a guy pitches fifty innings. You know, fifty eight innings and is like yeah. mostly dominant during those fifty eight innings. Yeah. Um. All right. So we talked about the Falcons of the hardest schedule in league. Can we play some schedule game? To bring it back uh, to the topic yeah. at hand. It's, it's also, it's, I guess it's a team that people are sort of over, even though they still have these big names and Julio and Gurley. Yes, ever, they're, they're not even a post-hype, like they say post-type sleeper. I'd say yeah. that's the Browns this year. They're post, 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 post-hype. Like no yeah. one cares. They lost, they lost that 28-3 lead and we're done with them. They have one game on Monday night, one game on Thursday night, and that's it. Everything else is 1 o'clock except for a West Coast game, which is 4 o'clock. Even though they night. usually give you good games. Like I do think the Falcons play better games than like 90% of the league. Well, like I they're think bad enough because to let they you have big it. offensive because they have big offensive yeah. stars, right? And they and can so fall they behind. Fantasy, yeah, 
All right, so let's uh, week one. They start at home against Seattle. Are you doing this? Yeah, I'll say loss. Okay, loss at home. Uh, it gets tougher. Week two at Dallas. Uh, loss. All right, zero and two. Week three, they come home to face Chicago. This is a must win. Yeah, that's a win. Okay. All right, so one and two, and then week four is the only Monday night game uh, that I mentioned at the Packers. Um, uh, Green Bay wins. All right, so one and three. Uh, is Dan Quinn's job at risk at some point this season? I mean, I don't think he's going to be fired during the season. No, no matter what happens. Could, I don't even know if you could fire someone during the season. You'd have to, like, the, the new coach would have to, like, ha- take, like, a few days just to, for, like, yeah. protocols. It's going to be very hard to do that, honestly. Yeah, I mean, look, so this is Quinn's sixth season, and they went 8-8, yeah. and 11-5, eight, and 10-6, and six, and then 7-9, seven, 7-9. Nine, seven, nine. So if they have a losing record, that'd be three consecutive years of a losing record. Do you know who the DC is here? Mm, no. It's Raheem Morris, who was like an offensive assistant oh. last year. Raheem Morris has had the strangest. I feel like he'll be a head coach again in like 15 years when he's old. Like he's had such a strange career. He was an off. He was like a wide was receiver. His, I thought coach Dan Quinn was like his own defensive coordinator. What am I wrong? Yeah, I don't know him? if he calls a play. Like I don't know if he's like. I mean, every team has essentially a defensive coordinator. Yeah, I think except for one team. But um. But yeah, but Quinn. Yeah, calls Quinn is plays. essentially the DC. But yeah, Raheem Morris is in name. And uh, he was like coaching the off- offensive guys. Uh, not oh, it's also not a, a, a like a tremendous staff. I don't love their staff. Yeah, all right, uh, so one and three, time. they come. Uh, they're back home. So yeah, home away, home away, home away, home away, home away. Home. Yeah, they alternate every week until until week twelve, week thirteen, until okay. December. Uh, mm-hmm. So week five back at home facing Carolina, another must win. Oh, uh, that's a win. All right, so two and three, then they go at Minnesota in week six. Loss. Two and four. I will say most of their home games are a little bit easier. Uh, back at home against Detroit in week seven. That's a win. Okay, so they're sandwiching uh, wins at home against lesser teams, lost on the road against better teams. Three and four. And then short rest at Carolina on four days rest on Thursday night football. Can they sweep the season, season series? Uh, I'll, say, I'll say loss. All right, so three and five. And then back home, uh, 10 days rest to face the Broncos. Um, at home? At home. I'll say win. Okay, so four and five. That's four and one at home uh, with four straight wins, and then zero and four on the road. Uh, after the bye, they go at New Orleans to start on the road. Loss. Four and six. All right, I'm now must win territory. Their first two game, their only two game home uh, uh, home streak of the season. The Las Vegas Raiders. Win. Okay, so five and six, and now they play the Saints again for the second time in a three-week span. I'll say win. I I, I like to predict splits in the. All right, so you split with the you split with the Saints. That's a big win. You're six and six. Your season mm-hmm. very much alive uh, after yeah. the, you know that heartbreaking loss to, uh, coming out of the bye. Six mm-hmm. and six. They go at the Rams, and they got three out of four on the road to end the season. So at the Rams, loss. All right, six and seven. I thought they played the Rams already. Uh, no, six and seven, okay. and yeah, they haven't played Tampa yet. So t- uh, maybe to their advantage, if Tom Brady is not still on the field, yeah, finally... now forty three years old before they even play him. Because yeah, I think six and seven, the week of Christmas, they finally play the Bucks at home. I'll have a split against the Bucks. Home, right, home so, win loss. So road. even if they win at home, they're seven and seven, and then they finish season at Kansas City, which I assume is a loss. Loss, yeah. And then at Tampa, you said is a split. So that's seven. Yes. And so that's the under. It sounds about right. Seven mm-hmm. and nine, under at seven and a half. Third consecutive year, seven and nine. I don't think they get fired, especially if seven and seven, they're technically alive at the playoffs. They're not firing on Christmas. But if they finish the seven and nine, third consecutive year, I don't think Dan Quinn yeah, yeah. comes back. No, he's gone. He's gone at seven and nine again. All right, so we did this before for your Jets, or maybe after. I don't know when he's getting posted. 
where we said, what is the over under for the coach to keep his job? So the team's over under seven and a half and we're both leaning under probably seven. And I'd say even six is more likely than, than eight or nine, just cause you know, tough schedule and not a lot of depth. If they go over by half, if they go eight and eight and miss the playoffs, I don't think Dan Quinn comes back they, with that either. No, I think he, nine and seven, seven seed. He's got a decent shot at coming back. I think eight and eight, he's toast. He's absolutely toast. All right. So would you say, so his over under to keep his job. I like this, by the way, he should do this over team. Is it nine? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eight and a half. Yeah. Eight and a half. Oh, so he's, he's de- he locked, he definitely keeps the job if they go nine and seven. Oh, so nine's a push. I hear you saying yeah, nine, nine's you a push to me. Playoffs at nine, yeah. it's harder this year, but yeah, nine's a push. Fine. Yeah. I, if, if they win 10 games, he's coming back no matter what. If they win nine games and miss the playoffs, or they win nine games, sneak in as a seven seed and lose, you know, 48 to three to the Saints or whatever, okay. I think. Yeah. So I think, uh, I think Dan Quinn is playing with his uh, life on the line here. He will immediately get a job as a DC somewhere. Will he get another job as a head coach right away? I think it would be hard. How old is Dan Quinn? Dan Quinn is how old is he? He's he'll be fifty uh, in uh, okay. In next so week. yeah, there's time for him to get another job. Yeah, I mean he was he was so beloved was in, in Seattle because you know the Legion of Boom. He was a defense coordinator there. He comes comes to Atlanta, immediately starts like six and his first year. Then he crashes. Then a couple years later, gets him in the Super Bowl. Then they crash again. I think he's sort of running out of chances here. So you know, again, he's he's only fifty, so he could you know he could get another head coaching job in two thousand thirty or whatever. You know, he's got a lot sure. Of- yeah, but oh my gosh, that's a long time away. A lot of a lot of pressure on uh, Danny Quinn here. Well, I just read um, Russell Wilson. I was reading in Sports Illustrated. We've discussed before. I'm the only person in America who still oh reads the gosh. print edition. He they, said they just address it to like to, they don't even put an address on it. They know it's the one copy. Yeah, the one guy in New Jersey. The post office yeah. knows where <laughs> So Russell Wilson is thirty, turning thirty-one. Says he's he's going to play. He says he's he he's about to enter his prime and he's going to play another fifteen seasons. So okay. Following the Brady model, fifteen more seasons. So, I was thinking, so you're saying in 2035, Russell Wilson? We should have asked uh, Josh Gresham this. We'll be the we'll be the quarterback of the Seattle uh, Seahawks in 2035. Anything's possible. Yeah, you'll be a grandfather by then, probably. Uh, according to my daughter, I'll be a grandfather way before 2035. <laughs> I don't think you want it to be too soon before. I, she wants to like uh, you know finish high school and and then get married. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Wait, your daughter's thirteen. She likes now? to mess with me. Thirteen. Fourteen. Fourteen. She likes to mess with. So me. So she'll be twenty nine. So yeah, I think you know, especially given the demographics of her family or the history mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, she, you'll, she'll probably. So your first grandchild will sit on your knee and watch Russell Wilson as he quarterbacks the Seattle Seahawks to another nine and. Oh uh, no, season. my wife and daughter would be yelling at me. Get all you know. <laughs> <laughs> don't show him football. Become a, a, a football addict like you. Hmm. All right. Uh, what else are we going to talk about this team? We still have uh, at least three minutes to go, I think. Um, what? Are, how about this? Who's the most exciting team in football? Like, which team are you looking forward to most seeing play, other than your own team? Oh, so we're just off the. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, honestly, nothing else to say about the Falcons. Honestly, it, it want to play the to, roster game with the Falcons. It has to be Tampa. I think it really does have to be Tampa. I week one for sure. That Tampa New Orleans game that we've talked about. That's that's for sure an exciting yeah. game. You know, um, I also want to see what, what you know, I, I hate to do this because I hate to sort of buy into the hype, but Dallas is a team that I'm interested in seeing. Dallas is going to, you know, Dallas, first of all, always puts on a show. Um, but I want to say Arizona. I think Arizona is super exciting. Post-type I'm sure Cleveland? Uh, Cleveland is not, is, is for some reason, is always unwatchable, but like it'll be interesting to see what they do. I want to see Joe Burrow for sure, but the rest of Cincinnati is unimpressive. Yeah, I mean, and, the and, then, is, and the obvious, I mean, the real answer is it's obviously anytime Lamar Jackson's on the field or Patrick Mahomes is on the field. Yeah, okay, fine. That's, yeah. yeah, but that, that, that's like not really changing from year. And also, 
Yeah, defensively, like you want to check out Jamal Adams on Seattle, like actually on a good team, see what he does. Yeah, you want to a little bit. Yeah, we have to talk about my team's big acquisition, but we'll wait till we do my podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm getting more and more excited for football, I have to admit. I know, I wasn't into it, but now I started doing fantasy drafts and you realize like it's going to happen. And I, I, I still think like there might be, you know, Monday there might be a... Uh, what, the Mets just give up a grand slam? What are you talking about? Stop watching the Mets game. Extra innings? All right, so they Jeez. lost. Congrats. By the way, we um we had talked about on some po- on the podcast we recorded after I guess last Thursday when the NBA immediately you know the teams protested, and I think the Giants or some other team I read said that they're you know that they're not sure what they're going to do if they're going to play in Week One. We had discussed that a little bit. Mm-hmm. At least it's being discussed. What teams are going to do? It's not it's it's not a lock that we're going to see, uh you know everybody playing in Week One necessarily. Well, you think teams are going to boycott Week One? Some team, I thought it was the Giants. I thought it was Saquon or something. Some team said that they're they're, they're discussing it. I, I can't imagine. They yeah, something else. If nothing else happens, positive or negative, I think sort of. In, I think. I think what like if if God forbid, like there a VO breaks and then it's like you know something happened and it's Friday night or Saturday, it will be very hard. Even if the players wanted to play, and I don't think they will, it will be very hard to for them to play and that's not just week one that's week two or three or four yeah let's stop pretty so much anyway. let's focus on the positive right we're, yeah we're, no we're let's just get some football i mean did you check out uh, the central arkansas or austin p i'd be lying if i said i didn't turn it on a little bit because you know it was football 